Thanks for watching the fourth quarter with us, y'all. This is the stretch four. We are the Bulls outcasts. That's it. The Bulls lose to Steph and the Warriors. 116-102 is the final. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. That's John. Thanks for staying up late with us, y'all. These gosh darn West Coast tip-off times. But second game that we get to see the Bulls play with their new toys. And not the result you would want. We know that this is going to be a tough road trip as the Bulls try and gel with these new pieces and stay in contention for a playoff spot in the East on this very difficult road trip. Um, But you had to love what you saw in that first half. And let's start here, gentlemen. Saturday night, Vooch, automatic insert into the starting lineup. Donovan kept Lowry in that starting lineup. Tonight, Donovan makes a switch. Thad starts, brings Lowry off the bench for probably only the second or third time in Lowry's career. I think I want to say he maybe had one other Mm -hmm. off the bench game where he was coming back from an injury. And... Correct. Right off the bat to me, you saw this offense function so much better with that in that starting lineup. And I also thought, and we can get to this in a minute, it opened up so many things for Patrick Williams with Lowry on the on the bench and not worrying about getting Lowry his shots. Pete up flourished. Vooch and Zach were playing two-man game. You saw Sato and Thad operating their two-man game at times. That first quarter offense was really smooth, Dave. Super smooth, and it was really them realizing that they have they now have two all stars, and we got a seven footer who needs the basketball who you can actually run your offense through, a la Joe Kim Noah, something like that. It was good to watch, and I thought Thad would start this game, it just felt like it was coming. I think we all kind of you know felt that way that that was coming, and Billy Donovan has shown us that he's not beholden to any lineup, he'll change it up on the fly if it's not working. and that's what we saw tonight. But it was more Thad's IQ that shone through, uh, which I think really helped in that starting lineup of him basically getting out of the way <laughs> and, and say and taking his man with him whenever he would get out of the way and knowing where to be on the because if you know, like I don't think he scored a lot in that first quarter. I mean, he ended up with like 10 points, four rebounds, and two assists. But usually when he comes in, he he was more of a focal point. You know, he was the one running the offense and the one making the plays and him and Sato's two man game was on full display. This time he's like, no, somebody's way better than me. Let's let him do that and get him the basketball and let me get out of the way and, you know, try to facilitate a little more and just swing the ball and pass the ball and keep it moving and get Patrick Williams a little bit more involved who, as you mentioned, look much more. And John, as I swing it to you, let's also take note that I think I just saw Boban in a goldfish commercial. Um, Yeah. So you got that pepperage farm money now. That's awesome. Uh, John, what did you think about the switch from Donovan tonight to put Thad back in the starting lineup and bring Lowry to the bench? Man, I liked it. Again, I like tinkering. I don't think I know if it worked, though. That's the thing. and I, that it, it shouldn't work. It, you shouldn't just make one move and go, oh, that solved all our basketball problems. <laughs> uh, and I right, don't, right, it's so funny. Right, to right, me, right. it's like our, our biggest issue wasn't Lowry. It's still point guard. You know, and it's like – true. Well, it just stinks until you can get a point. Like, I mean, we just we didn't get that Alonzo deal done, and it, that it should have been fixed by that. Like, and so that that's one. Thing. I just don't, like I like Thad. Yeah. It, it just looks clunky to me. Like, I wish Zach mm-hmm. could. I wish Zach could be more of a point guard. I really do. Yeah. it would solve a lot of issues. Um, yeah, that that's definitely one thing you saw Zach. You know, kind of doing is he was kind of out of sorts and yeah, you know, trying to force things a lot. You know, not not within the flow 
of the offense as it was going out there. But yeah, I, I do think that Thad kind of brought yeah, that yeah. though, that kind of smoothness so, of how Vooch so was out there. But but you're right. Like you're right, John. When you take a you know less talented player like and put him in there, like it shouldn't solve all your problems immediately. Like you're absolutely right with that. But he definitely uh helped as far as the movement of of but that I, I like that how it looked in the first quarter. I think the you know yeah, yeah. AK clearly and Eversley were making calls about Lonzo. What for whatever reason the Pelicans yeah, you know yeah. demanding an arm and a leg for a player that the Bulls didn't think was worth it. Mm-hmm. They went out and gave up serious draft capital and one of their young players to get an all-star. Lonzo's good, and he could be an exciting backcourt pairing with Zach, but he ain't an all-star. So I was fine with them mm-hmm. paying the price they paid to get Vooch, which I thought was a fair price. And if it's true that Lonzo wants to play in Chicago or New York, then go get him in free agency. Mm-hmm. Go sign you know, give him an offer sheet. The Bulls obviously are a little bit more constricted now cap-wise with Vooch and with some of these other contracts, but they can still make it happen. If they want to, if they want him here and Lonzo wants yeah. to be here, they can make it happen. And we'll just have to wait another half a season to see that. But in the meantime, I think the other thing that Arturis is really clever about, and, you know, shout out to our buddy, Mark K uh, from, from Bulls HQ, who was talking about like AK basically building another version of Denver here in Chicago. <laughs> Because you you got yourself a passing capable big man, you know it, it's not MVP Jokic, but you saw Vooch's passing ability on display tonight. Whether it's his ability to pass out of the double team, like the Bulls' first two buckets were Vooch drawing a double team and him finding a cutting or aggressive Pat Williams who would like knock he knocked down a floater and then he knocked down a pull up mid range. Vooch had five of his six assists in the first half when the Bulls' offense was really humming. So they're like patching different ways to get passing and ball movement without knowing that they have the point guard that they need yet. Yeah, you're right. He had five in the first yeah. half and four in the first quarter. Like he, he was just looking smooth out there, man. And it just looked easy. It got to the point where every shot, it, it was, he had a nice stretch. Where I yeah. was like, ooh, buckets. Ooh, buckets. Ooh, buckets. And it felt good. You know, because it was inside and then it was outside. It was inside and then it was outside. I was like, oh, variety. Like, I, I haven't been used to this feeling in a while. So, you know, if we acting like we haven't been there before, it's because we haven't <laughs> in quite a long time. So, yeah, we're going to be excited about these little tiny things we see because we haven't seen them in years. So it just feels good to have that kind um, of down. Speaking of things all. we haven't seen, I think that is something that Donovan, who has a lot on his plate, should get credit for is that he is quickly looking at everything. And, you know, as I said, while we were watching the fourth quarter, I think that's part of why defense tonight was shaky. You got so many people coming into that rotation, many of whom are new. It's hard to keep track of your defensive assignments and what your defensive scheme is if you just got here. But that being said, I think that the interesting thing about the start of the second half was so we saw Thad in the starting lineup instead of Lowry to start the game. To start the second half, we saw Tice and Vooch paired together, which I think I, like, I wanted to see just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, a, like, you know, you used the adjective clunky a minute ago, John. That might be a little bit clunky in, in certain ways, but like if your center, Vooch, could stretch the floor, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if Tice is a great floor split spreader, which he's not. But you also saw... Tice's ability to, in addition to being 
a rim presence, a rim protector, and a guy crashing the boards, a guy who's a pretty damn good passer himself on the offensive end. Right? That one of the posts that into the, the corner three, like I was like, I didn't even see that. Like that was like a tricky fast. I was like, you're that was like a Harlem Globetrotter fast. <laughs> yeah. I so, lo- so what what do we think about love well it. first of all, let's all just take a moment to bathe in the arrival of Daniel Tice, who is my new favorite player. <laughs> Love him. Dude, we we once, that we, giant we, block <laughs> behind right out of the gate. We once called him Meth Plumley our first season, I remember. <laughs> so I was I was like, it's, yes! I'm so glad he's back. Yes! Johnny in the comments says starting Sato, Zach, P. Will, Vooch, and Tice. And I don't hate it. Right? I don't hate it. I think I don't know. Th- mm-hmm. Tice might be more comfortable coming off the bench. I, I remember him starting in Boston, and then it, them, them saying, "Nah, <laughs> like you're a little better here," and send him back to the bench. And I think he's just better. Like some players right. are just a little better off the bench. And but I mean, just Lowry, so right? and and tonight, hey. you know, weird mismatch. It's it's Tice's first game since the trade, but he played 22 minutes off the bench tonight. That as a starter only played 24. So Donovan basically had them on the floor for the same amount of time. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get to see those guys, man. And it just feels good. Like it, like you said, Matt, the block he had, the alley-oop dunk that he had, the one-handed one, that was vicious. Just finding Patrick Williams, who who was awesome tonight, as we said already, he was great. But, yeah, he's, he just brings such a different style um, that we've been missing. And the one thing he said in, in this uh, press conference uh, earlier today was he was like, I'm going to be the guy out there communicating. I'm going to be the guy out there yelling. Like, I remember yelling about that last year mm-hmm. and a little about this this year, how nobody talks to each other out there. Like, you can hear a pin drop. Nobody says anything. And the fact that he wants to do that and wants to bring that here now and that's he's going to be that guy, that's another reason why Matt is going to play this dude. Like, right. Dude, I, they're not available yet. I searched. I w- at halftime, I went online and searched. <laughs> they are not available yet. I, I'll order a custom one if I have to, but come on, Bulls. Get your I mean, together. Your, your P. Will, your, your Patrick Williams one's a collector's yeah. item now. Collector's item, baby. Collector's item. Oh, um, yeah. Ben Put it said, away. Tice yes. is nice. I saw you steal my thunder on Twitter. Uh, ben, my phrase on Twitter was Tice as nice was the pun that I made on his second impact play of the game, as in twice as nice. Pay attention to the details. I loved uh, Johnny brings up the Tice Tice baby that Stacy. So apparently that was already a big thing in Boston. Like Celtics fans were always going Tice Tice baby. (laughs) Of course they right. Of course in Boston. Are you kidding? That is that is that is that is Nas and Jay Z out there. It's like reality TV. Love some vanilla. <laughs> jump, around. jump around in Boston and watch what happens. Like, um, <laughs> watch what happens. So, guy, I mean, I know we touched <laughs> on it a little bit, but I want to go back to this. I want to go back to what Lowry, not in the starting lineup, and Zach and Vooch, two all-star primo scorers in your starting lineup, can do for Patrick Williams the rest of this season. If this is the lineup that Donovan goes with, because mm. guess what? Behind Vooch and Zach. The third most important person now in all of this, mm-hmm. who was the second most important person in all of this before Vooch's arrival, is one Patrick Williams. I loved the looks that he got tonight. 
because of a Zach Vooch two-man game and being the third person creating movement off the ball and being the beneficiary of, oh, crap, we got a double Zach or, oh, crap, we got a double Vooch. And Pete up saying, oh, you're going to give me this open mid-range? Oh, you're going to give me this path to the lane? Oh, you're going to give me this backdoor cut? Yes, please, yes, please, Mm -hmm. yes, please. And he looked confident in everything he did tonight. Agree. Completely agree. Like, think about if Zach <laughs> yeah, great, had like a good game and shots fell. Like, it'd be a, it'd be a completely different game. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. And you're right. I didn't think of it like like he becomes that third most important person on his team. I didn't even think of it like that. You're absolutely right. And the game just looked comfortable for him. You know, tonight it just looked more comfortable because I think what he had five rebounds and and like four uh, assists six on top boards, of that. Four assists, like or something like that. Like he was just and fourteen points, six boards, yeah. four assists, man. Like that's, that's awesome, awesome. Like that's awesome, man. Like he was just comfortable. Like it just looked smooth and it looked easy. And you saw the bit, like you said, man. Like when he was cutting, like Vooch would find him, uh, Daniel would find him. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 Thad Young would find him. Like you, you're learning that. You know, when he's playing with high IQ guys who are unselfish and likes to pass, he makes himself available. And when guys can find him, he's going to score. Which is why I want a point guard so bad. <laughs> oh, my God, he's going to be also with a point guard. So, yeah, man, like, he was great. Even even the shots that he created on his own, the way they were set up, was all one-on-one. Because, like you said, that when those guys would get on the ball, you had to follow the best players out there. You couldn't You couldn't just leave them alone and cheat. There was no reason to. You're not going to cheat on off of that on a rookie. So he had wide open lanes to get to the mid range game and go up and think about it and shoot it how he wanted to. So yeah, it was it was great. It was a great game for him. And when I hope he, that continues. When he's aggressive, how do you guys feel? Game. Like, are you like, oh, rook, slow it down? Or are you like excited when he like is tries to assert his will? I I have never been upset about P Dub taking an opportunity that maybe he thinks he shouldn't have taken. Mm -hmm. Like this is your number four pick. He's 19 years old and he already looks like he belongs as a starter in the NBA. Agree. There is nothing that he can do where I'll be like, Oh, PW shouldn't have done that. Like, you know, other than some some classic rookie mistakes, fouling or what dude, he can take the shots that he wants. He could he could do what I am giving Pete up yes. carte blanche for the rest of his rookie. The season. only time you're mad at him is when he doesn't do anything. Yes, right. exactly. And Which so, like how how much has that been frustrating for some of these other yes. lotter, lottery picks that the Bulls have been trying and failing to develop over the past few years, John? Yeah, I mean, but like, and it looks. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but like, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's because we, we want to believe, or it's because like when he does it, it looks really good. It looks yeah. like it's supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, that, Even that the misses look like they're supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, that's like it's the right shot. It was just bad. Even the the dunk uh, that Daniel had that showing a replay of Pat Williams is the one who threw it <laughs> nah, to him. Like beautiful. he's the one that gave him the pass, running a pick and roll with him, man. Like who's doing? Like yeah. Like all the mistakes he made, you're like, yeah, that's rookie stuff, and you wanted him to be more aggressive. You remember mm-hmm. earlier in the season that was the complaint about right. him was. Dude, take that shot. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Shoot that ball. You know, like, go ahead and take it. It's okay. Like, we want him to be more good because we see what it is when he's like that. So when well, he's like that, it's um, better for everybody. TJ said, I kept finding myself getting excited when Lowry subbed out. Long fall from such high excitement for his right. potential. 
I mean, guys, five of nine for 13, uh, three of four from behind the three-point line, added six boards and, a, and an assist. When Lowry gives you 13 and six off the bench, you're like, oh, okay. You're a quality stretch four off the bench. That's like, that's like Hutch numbers. Like, yeah. when when that is all he was giving you as a starter, <laughs> so lucky. when we had seen glimpses in his earlier seasons of so much more than that. Even this year. Even this year. That's mm-hmm. why it has been so frustrating and so sad for me, like many, I'm sure, to be paddling off of Lowry Island right now. I mean... That's tough. I know that we saw him doing the starting with Vooch experiment on Saturday. We know that he did not get traded and will be here for the rest of this season. We know that he and the Bulls probably have a long way to go to reach some kind of terms on a new contract. And if Lowry is going to be told by Billy in the front office, hey, man, you know, we'd like you to stick around. But for the record, here's what we see as far as our starting lineup. And you're not in it. Lowry's gone. Mm -hmm. Some Mm. team in this league will pay him to start. Yeah, he's yeah. Oh, are you kidding? Absolutely, the Kongs. <laughs> they'll, they'll definitely pay them. They'll pay them to start. And that's why I was I was having that debate with someone on Twitter. Like, it was like, well, you know, he right. doesn't think Lowry wants money and, and things like that. Shout out to my man Fish. He was like, he didn't think Lowry mm-hmm. wants money. I was like, well, if that was the case, he would have signed his contract in all season. Like, he, he, they were apart on four million dollars, and they didn't. They couldn't come to an agreement. So, no, money's a factor. I'm sure he's comfortable and he likes being here. All that is true. But obviously, money's important. It's still mm-hmm. it's a stale married man with two kids. You know, he's 23 years old. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be hard for him to just say no to an extra $7 million because he's comfortable here, is all I'm saying. Like, it's going to be very difficult and, to do that. So, you know, and the team will give it to him, man. Right. Stuff. I think We've so. got some post-game Donovan comments rolling in. Um, this from Casey Johnson. Billy Donovan talked about the front court pairings as if they may stick for a while. Good. So, I think that after tonight mm-hmm. is probably mm-hmm. the right answer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Got to build around your best players. And if Booch is comfortable with this, then agree. that's what you and got to go Fulery, with. I see your question, and I am choosing to not acknowledge it because <laughs> hell no. I love it, though. We were not doing Hell no. <laughs> but I appreciate you asking the tough questions. <laughs> there's There's got to be somebody in here who's just more of a just killjoy than me. And I'm glad that there is. I mean, it's too, it's it's too foolery. <laughs> yeah, it's too foolery. It's in his name. Um, in all right, name, guys. Man. So, uh, a good question to end this on uh, before we get out of here tonight is a question from Ben in the comments. So, realistically, what are we looking at? Mm. Give us the forecast. Are we going to be watching this team figure it out the rest of the season, mm-hmm. or are we making the playoffs? Mm. A good question. It's a very good question. Yeah, we're going to the playoffs. I'm saying it. Uh, I've never seen Billy Donovan not do it. I have a team with two all stars. It also helps that the East, yeah, and I'm in the Eastern Conference. I'm going going to the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah, that was my final point. We're in the Eastern Conference. Like, even with this loss, like, I was like, even before they made this trade, the Bulls are still a ninth. Dave, you you convinced me. That was a compelling argument. I was going to say the opposite. And then you said your reasons. I thought about it. I was like, those are good. That's good. He's right. So you've convinced me. I'm with you. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like, it's the East is terrible, and they got two all stars. Like, yeah, you'll, you'll get it together. They'll figure this out. 
you see how much better they look from one game to the next. They'll look better in the next game, look better in the, the next game, look better the in the next game. Like, they'll, get, they'll put it together. Like the Suns, the Suns got hot. You can be the 10th to make the playoffs. Yes, absolutely right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it can happen, guys. The, it can but happen. Again, the and I know if we brought this up at the top of the show, <laughs> the challenging thing is putting new pieces into place, letting Donovan figure all of this out while we are on a brutal mm-hmm. stretch of the schedule. Uh, but it but it, they're not in chicago they're That's they're in true. the beach it's warm they're it's gonna bond good. it's gonna be like a great thing for the new play like they're all on a trip together no one has like they have to spend way more time together because they're on the road they're not at each other's houses it's great it's gonna be good for the team well but let's hope so this is the best thing <laughs> i what do you feel I don't know what do you feel man? I, I i i want to say that i'm confident that okay. this team will figure it out enough to at least make the play-in tournament, um, but I, I I truly don't know. There's just there are a lot of variables at play, and yeah. a lot of them are not in the Bulls' favor in the back half of this mm-hmm. season. This final stretch of twenty-some games, um, and e- even in the East, like it, it won't be easy. So we we are now two games in to the you know post-trade deadline new roster. And I hope that this team starts to figure things out, and I hope that they can gather some wins. But just just to just to throw this out there, our next games: Suns, Jazz, Nets. Suns, Jazz, Nets. We're about to go zero and three in our next three games. You know what, Matt? Ooh. You convinced me. <laughs> like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I was I was the other way. You make a big <laughs> argument. They will not make the playoffs. It'll be too much. You convinced me. But you know what? Sorry, I, Dave. As far as what I'm, as far as what I'm rooting for, trust me, it's okay. Like, yes, it would be hilarious if the Bulls with these new pieces don't make the playoffs and then like get super lucky and get a top four pick and we get to keep it. That would be awesome. Yeah. But what I'm rooting for, That's in all case. earnestness, mm-hmm. even as my skeptical, cynical Bulls fan self, is for them to figure it out enough so to get themselves yeah. a playoff series. I, love it. I want to see that. I, I genuinely do want to see that. And let that help inform our tourists and Eversley's decisions moving on. Okay, we got to the playoffs. We played like this against this kind yeah. of opponent in our playoff series. What do we need now? And, like, obviously, like, duh, like, Point guard in parentheses, yeah. but I think it would be good for this team if they make the playoffs. I agree. Yeah, yeah. And, and just to add to, your, to the point you said, Matt, like even though that schedule is tough, like the teams below them still have to win, and I don't believe in those teams that are below them as far as winning. So even if they do have this tough stretch, will they drop to eleven? I, I don't see that happen. I think they'll still they're like two and a half games up on the Raptors right now. Who are the team that is below them? Raptors are chilling. You know, they're not trying to do nothing. Like, Washington might be an issue for sure because it's Washington and they got, you know, two legitimate stars on their team. But it's about the teams that are below them right now. Being a Tim seed, hanging out there, they can still be there after they, you know, go through this murky and tough stretch right here. They can still be that Tim seed, and then it could get a little brighter and sunnier well, as it comes out on the other side. we will see. Speaking of coming out sunnier on the other side, if the Bulls can do any better against the Suns on Wednesday. Um... Good luck. Hey, this guy. Thanks all for hanging out with us. As always, just a reminder, if you missed these live hot mic broadcasts, you can catch the Outcast podcast in podcast form 
the Bowl on Bulls podcast feed, wherever you find your podcast, or on that Bowl on Bulls YouTube page for the video archived episodes. For Big Dave and John, I am Matt. Have a great night. Thanks for hanging out late night with us. We'll be back on Wednesday for Bulls and Suns. <laughs>